The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you listeners. So today's show is a little bit uh, close to home, as usually my shows are. Uh, I find I can best uh, be the energy of these shows if they're from my own life. And this one is called The Six Tools to Change Any Health Issue. Uh, and you may or may not hear it in my voice, but I do have a little bit of a whatever we would like to call it, cold-like, flu-like, something-like thing that, uh, yeah, Body and I apparently chose to create. And it has been uh, interesting, let me tell you, because it started right after uh, the Advanced Body Process class. And it's funny because the last time that I created something like this or chose or whatever we want to call the proper terminology was actually right before my very first Advanced Body Process class with Gary. And that was... Um, um, oh gosh, I don't remember what year that was. But this one just recently was my fourth one. And... So we'll start right with tool number one. And this is the thing I always ask when there's anything that's going on with my body. My first question to my sweet body is, truth body, is this required? And probably 99.8% of the time, it's a no. So in that case, when it's a no, it's pretty simple because then we can just destroy and uncreate it destroy and create all of the you know decisions judgments conclusions computations projections rejections expectations uh, and refined judgments that we have whatever's going on now in this case my body actually said yes it was required and so what I did then was I destroyed and uncreated my points of view about it because I had two days kind of from the advanced body process class. I was in Seattle just just for a little me time and uh, spent some time with a friend. And then I went to Victoria to facilitate a five day, well, a four day, I guess, a foundation class. And it was the day before the foundation class that this uh, showed up really, really <clears throat> intensely <laughs> interesting point of view I have that point of view and so I was like okay well if this is required and I'm going in to facilitate a four-day oh sweet body I've got some points of view about that <clears throat> and and yet it was required 
And then every time that I went into conclusion, oh, it's required because I would destroy and uncreate that. Because what that would do, if I would have solidified any of that, would have uh, kept it in place. It would have limited it. It would have, you know, it could have had the potential to do so many things by solidifying it. Instead, it's like, okay, sweet body says it's required. I will go with that and what else is possible. And then every time my point of view about that it shouldn't be going on or that I couldn't facilitate a class with this or whatever it might be, I would use the interesting point of view. I have this point of view tool. And I love that tool for so many reasons, you guys. You've probably heard me if you've listened to me before. I talk about it all the time because I found you can change anything with that tool. Because basically, you know, I'll keep with this example. So having these kind of cold-like, flu-like symptoms, along with them maybe not feeling delicious, I also have points of view about it. And often it's the points of view that we have about something that is causing more distress than anything else. Because there's the energy of it shouldn't be like this. I should be healthy. What's wrong with me? I've got these tools. I just came from a phenomenal class. Like, you know, there's all of this crazy going on. And then along with whatever's being created. So then with doing interesting point of view, it takes that crazy out of the way and it creates whatever might be possible. And it also clears what I've decided should be possible. Because of course, when I look at what should happen or what should occur, I'm doing it from the place of this is wrong. And what if it's not wrong? Like, what if nothing is wrong and what if nothing is right? So what it does then is it just opens a door to whatever is required. And it was this, more of this. And it's interesting because I totally, totally rocked the foundation class, even though kind of before and at lunchtime and after I was flat out in the bed in the hotel room like it's just so interesting when we kind of look at the whole thing that what I if you would have said you know a month ago this was going to occur I likely if I wouldn't have been willing to ask some questions I likely would have canceled because that's just not what you do and yet it was a freaking phenomenal class. I was totally aggressively present. And afterwards, I just, and and before and during, uh, just totally honored what my body asked for, which was mostly sleep. So it meant a lot of canceled plans. I had a lot of plans with different people in Victoria and, you know, just followed what my body desired. And that was so cool too, because you know, there's times in my life that I would have never done that. No matter what I felt like, you're supposed to do the right thing or you make plans, you're committed, you have to follow through, stuff like that instead of like, hey, body, what would you like? And that really is, to me, tool number one in every situation, but especially with changing something health-wise is, body, what do you require? Body, what's going on here? Body, what would you like me to be aware of? Like where you're actually communing with your body and you're not concluding, whereas that's where I lived for so long prior to these tools, is I would go, oh, I've got a cold. Oh, it's because I 
hugged so-and-so yesterday and they had a cold. Now I have a cold, right? Like, and then it's concluding. And the minute I solidify, I have a cold, then my body has to solidify it as though it's true and real instead of whatever is truly going on. And, and I just totally leave that open. I, I, I will continuously destroy and create the DJCCs, pissers, and RJs, which of course are the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, um, oh, and refined judgments. I've added the RJs to the end of it so that I stay in what's truly possible. And then, so that's, that's tool number one, ask your body if it's required. If it is, then clear your points of view about it stay out of the crazy with it. If it isn't, then, you know, we look at another tool, say tool number two, and these aren't in order by any means, guys, uh, but they're just kind of, as I'm talking about them, tool number two would be, you know, who does this belong to? And returning it to sender with consciousness, because we are so infinitely aware, like so, 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 so infinitely aware that we could be aware of somebody on the other side of the planet or in another lifetime with something that we've got going on. And then we solidify it the minute, again, the minute we go, oh, I've got a cold, we solidify it. And so if we can stay out of that and go, oh, wow, I'm perceiving, and I usually say cold-like symptoms. I don't know that that's actually necessary, but that's usually what I do, just because I don't even want to solidify it too cold. Even if it's somebody else's, uh, I don't even want to solidify it to that, because what what is that anyway? So it's like really cold-like symptoms or flu-like symptoms, and, you know, so who does that belong to? Oh, okay, it's not mine. Return to sender with consciousness. And basically what that does is it energetically gifts it back to them with the energy to change it if they wish. Now, whether they change it or not is none of your business. And I don't even pay attention. I don't even look at it. I just return to center with consciousness and carry on with my day so that I'm not stuck in the, oh my gosh, I returned it. They didn't choose it. Now what? Now I have to have it again which of course is not true and creating more drama trauma with it. So it's just return to sender with consciousness and carry on and recognize that like, even when I say, when I ask my body, you know, Hey, is this required? And it's a yes. I'm still not solidifying that it's mine. I'm just recognizing that some sort of this is required and I can also return to sender with consciousness. So again, it's a little bit of a, of a mind crazy because it doesn't really make logical sense. And I always ask first if it's required. And then that way I know, okay, cool, it is. And like I say, most of the time it's a no. And then <clears throat> also, who does it belong to? Because it's something that I said to, to a gal the other day when, when I we just hopped on Skype to do some stuff. And, and I had said to her, um, we were just talking about it because it was really, really obvious. And I just said, yeah, it's, you know, I get that it's required. And I also get not to this degree. And we had a little giggle and, and carried on. And so that was, you know, kind of my acknowledgement also that <clears throat> we can have bits and pieces or our body can shift and change and be magical. And it doesn't have to be maybe as traumatic and, traumatic might not be the best word but like it doesn't have to be so extreme 
And sometimes that's what we do. Like, I was really looking the other day when I was uh, one lunchtime and I was just laying in bed uh, during the class and I thought to myself, you know, I wonder if it wasn't kind of to the extreme that it was, if I would be as willing to listen to go and nap at lunchtime or right after class. Like, if I would have only had maybe just a little sniffle, would have I still been willing to hear my body if she said she wanted to sleep as much as we slept. And I really wonder about that. And I wonder what it would be like to really honor that no matter what. Because that was the other piece that I kind of wondered is, you know, with the required, was it that that's what kind of got me to slow down and really, really take the, the time and sleep and who knows? I mean, it just felt a little bit light for me at the time. So I was like, huh, interesting that maybe I could in the future uh, and now and in the future really, really listen to my body and not need a justification. Like, you know, I was thinking even uh, all the plans that I had for Victoria to cancel them without a story. Just be like, hey, you know what? I'm not really sure what's going on, but body would like to sleep a lot. So I'm not going to be able to, you know, come and play and do this. Hmm, I wonder. So it's just something that I was really looking at and going, hey, body, what what magic can we be together so that I don't have to create something that knocks me into bed if you would like to be in bed? Uh, yeah, so anywhere that you might have created drama trauma to listen to your body, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, and refined judgments that you have about your body, about what it needs to be like, what it needs to act like, what it needs to look like, what it shouldn't look like, what it has to look like, what it can't be like, what it has to feel like, uh, and anything I haven't mentioned, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about owning everything that keeps you from perceiving everything? Everything that is, we just turn and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so owning it means, oh, I have a cold. Whereas perceiving it is like literally, wow, I'm perceiving and again, I would say cold-like energy, but you can, you can use whatever terms you like. And so then it keeps you from solidifying it. And basically, when we say, I have a cold, your body being the sweet little, uh, you know, kind of puppy dog energy for you will create it. Because what it hears in that is that you're asking for that. Yeah, so everything that is, we just started and created all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, beyonds. Everywhere you've asked your body to create the exact opposite of what you truly desire to create. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, <clears throat> the other thing with the who does it belong to, there's a couple more questions you can ask with that. And it can be like, truth, is this mine? Truth, is this someone else's? Truth, is this something else's? If it reads as yours, 
what I would do is destroy it and create all of the lies that you've bought and sold that it is yours. Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then what I would do is, you know, so then, so then again, go, okay, is this mine? Someone else is something else. Is it someone else's return to sender with consciousness? If it's something else's, that's often the earth's. And the earth is aware of the magic that you be and the magic that only you be. So if it requires some of that magic, it will gladly come and receive it from you. And if you're not operating as the infinite being you truly be, you might fight that. And it's only an energetic thing. But sometimes the pain that we, what we call pain in our body, is actually the earth receiving from us that magic and us fighting gifting it and so it feels like a bit of a tug of war and so if you get it something else then do some energetic one two three some energetic contributions to the earth so you're contributing your magic whatever it requires and just kind of one two three one two three and just kind of throwing your hands at the ground if you can you may be driving or something you can't that's fine just energetically doing that and a lot of times when you do like 10 of those it can really shift and change things for you that's going on in your body. So do check that. The other piece of that you want to be aware of is calling something pain. So if you say, oh, I've got, you know, really bad pain in my body. If you change the word to intensity, that can really assist with things. Because the minute you say pain, it's a solidity that locks into your body. Again, your body's going to be the sweet puppy dog and it's going to gift you what you're asking for. Whereas if you go, if you call it intensity, that's actually more true of what it is. It's just an intensity that you're aware of. And there's no solidity to intensities that you're aware of. You're just aware of them. And awareness is good for 10 seconds. So the minute you call it pain, it solidifies it. If you keep it to intensity, it has a totally different energy. So with that said, if you're going into the doctor's office, please don't use access speak. I am perceiving intensity in my left hip, blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. Really use, use words that they can hear and that, that they can understand. Uh, just know for you in your own head to be really aware of what it is you're saying. Yeah, cool. All right, so that is tool number one and tool number two. We're gonna head to break and we'll come back to tool three and four. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes? 
possibilities and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about tools to change health issues. And that's actually the I I specifically chose the word issue in the title, so that I would remember to talk about uh, a piece that is important. If you use that word, if you call it a health issue, what you want to do is ask who issued it to me? Because Again, it's a wording thing, and you may be familiar, but Access is very aware of words and the energy that they hold. And any time that you say that you have an issue, whether it's a weight issue, a money issue, a body issue, a health issue, an anything issue, truth, who issued it to me? And then it's just about destroying and uncreating it. It's not about making it significant. It's not about making them significant because the other thing with somebody issuing something to you, you also have to have been willing to uh, take it on. So, you know, it's not like it's their fault. You just want to have that awareness of it's been issued to you. And it can be something as simple as, like for myself, I was born uh, allergic to milk. And so, you know, it took them a while to figure out what was going on and then put me on to, I think, goat's milk or something like that. And probably was issued having a milk problem for the rest of my life. Like I could imagine in the doctor's office, them saying something like this will be a lifelong problem for her, or she will never be able to eat dairy or stuff like that. And that can, that's a simple issuing because it's been issued to me. And then I could have taken it on, which I did actually, I did for a long time. Uh, And then kind of actually I think that I started I was doing emotional freedom technique EFT which is a tapping and I was doing that and I noticed I could shift and change it uh, with that and then once I started studying access what I realized was actually my sweet body had no alert allergy to dairy it was that it has it has a really strong preference. So if it does not desire to have dairy, it will let me know very loudly. So now I just know when it asks for dairy, I will not have any physical problem. If it doesn't, you know, if it says no to dairy and if I were to override it, that's when the problem. So it's not actually lactose intolerance or an allergy to dairy or milk. It's that I used to override my body. Uh, So... It's a whole different thing, but it gives you an idea when you use the word issue. So really be aware of that. Although that's not one of our six tools, that's just something I did want to bring up because we use the term all the time and just check in, okay, who issued it to me and destroy it and create it all, return to center with consciousness, done. 
so the other one that I wanted to talk about was asking yourself, you know, what truth, what am I sick of? Because that's such a big thing to be aware of. You know, we might just be sick of the stupidity on the planet. We might be stick, sick of, uh, you know, a fight in a relationship or a job we don't like. Or I mean, there's so many things that we can be sick of. If you just acknowledge them for you, you don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to do anything except just for you. And then just allow yourself. Okay, so truth, what am I sick of? Oh, everything that is, I destroy and create it all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc, shorts, boys, beyonds. And so then that way, you're clearing that so then your body doesn't have to get sick anymore. And then you can also look at what, what were the words that came up? What are you sick of? And what can you change with that? You know, if you are sick of, um, maybe you've got a really long commute and you're actually sick of it. Okay, so what could change? You know, it might be changing the job. It might be changing where you live. It might be changing your work hours. But look at what it would take to change it because our bodies are so sweet. They'll gift us some really great information if we're willing to be honest with ourselves and not make ourselves wrong for it. Or maybe you're just really sick of... um, you know, a, a way that you're doing a business or you're the way that you're doing um, relationship. And it's just about you looking at that going, hey, okay, how can I change that? I mean, even if you're sick of the way somebody else is doing relationship or somebody else doing something, you really you need to look at that anyway, because you can't change that for them. Uh, you need to look at, you know, what what the value is to you of making it so significant, how they're choosing to do something. Or, if you're being at the effect of it, if you're saying, oh, I'm really sick of how they're treating me. It's like, you know what, you're not a victim to them. So what do you require to be and do different to change it? So that you might have to step up and say, hey, this needs to change, or I would really like this to be different. So that's a whole different energy. But asking truth, what are you sick of? And then destroying and uncreating whatever it is that comes up. And then you can just keep asking it. You know, so truth, what are you sick of? Everything that is, destroying and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, meons, truth, what are you sick of? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds, truth, what are you sick of? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds, and you can keep running that if you like. And that can clear and free up so much because, again, our bodies are just gifting us information. And it might be just that it's somebody else's, like we talked about in the segment before. And it could be that your body's letting you know. And it could also be something that you're saying to yourself, you know, oh, I'm just so sick of this commute. I'm just so sick of this commute. And then your body will act it out for you. Yeah. So, again, everywhere you've been asking for everything you don't truly desire. And then judging you when you receive what you're asking for. Will you destroy it and create it all? Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So I wanted to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the world. Uh, starting March 8th, which is very soon, in Lloydminster, we are doing a five-day, so that's the bars and foundation. And Lloydminster is a border city, so Saskatchewan or Alberta. Uh, Then off to Park City, Utah. Uh, April 29th is a... uh, 
kind of a later afternoon class called Creating More Money and More Abundance with Ease. Then starting May 10th is a five day in Edmonton right by the airport. So you can fly right in and uh, join us there. That's uh, Tanya and I are going to co-facilitate bars on May 10th and then I'll facilitate foundation starting on May 11th. Then off to Denver, Colorado. Oh my gosh, I got to meet so many amazing people there when I was there in uh, February. How did I get so lucky? So May 24th, there's going to be Reverie and Annie and I are going to facilitate bars. And then I will facilitate foundation starting the 25th. Then off to Las Vegas, Nevada, June 1st, and then off to Swift Current, Saskatchewan, June 8th. And we just put this on the books today. Uh, Oh, and those are all foundation, by the way. Another foundation starting November 2nd in London, England. So lots of awesomeness coming up. And of course, more being added all the time. And I also have on March uh, 8th, is or sorry March 7th is a call that I'm doing called valuing you and uh, yeah it's going to be amazing so if you haven't already seen information about that let me know and I will get that to you all right so let's talk about tool number four Um, and it's the four questions we talk about these in the foundation class and they are four questions that can change anything what is this What can I do with it? Can I change it? If so, how do my body and I change it? And years ago, I think it was 2013, which feels like 100 years ago, but it wasn't all that many years ago, uh, I was on the hosting team for Gary and Dane in Edmonton. And I remember asking Gary this question because I had, you know, those four questions and I quite liked using them, but I would do it more of a mantra and say, okay, what is this? What can I do with it? Can I change it? If so, how do I change it? What is this? What can I do with it? Can I change it? If so, how do I change it? And for whatever reason, thankfully, I went and asked him about it. And and he said, not to not like to leave space between the questions for the awareness. And I was like, oh, I see, I see. Uh, Because, you know, if you're using it the way that I was just running them off, there's no space for awareness. So you really do want to stay with a question until you have the awareness and then go to the next one. So let's say you you wake up in the morning with a really uh, sore neck. You want to stay with what is this until you get a sense of what it is before you move on to what can I do with it. So that was, that's something that's always stayed with me, just obviously because I asked the question and uh, really, you know, what is this? Like once you get that, then what can I do with it? And so you might wake up, have that, and what is this? And the awareness might be, it's not even yours, which is cool. What can I do with it? Well, nothing, because it's not yours. Can I change it? We can't necessarily change it from that place of like, it's not yours. So no, you can't change it, but you don't actually need it like you don't have to have it so how do my body and I change it we just let it go return to center with consciousness so you may use some of the you may find that using some of the other tools in with these four questions but they are very very potent questions if you're willing to ask it like what is this 
what is this? And what I know, at least for me, is that I have to also, not have to, I choose to also destroy and create the DJCCs, pissers, and RJs that I have about it. Because a lot of times the question, what is this, for me, will invite me into conclusion. What is this? Oh, I slept funny. That's why my neck hurts. Like that, you know, sort of kind of that energy. So you want to be aware of that too. So when you do have an awareness, then again, I'll kind of go in and I'll just clear all of those things and I'll check if it's light. I'll check if the awareness is true for me or if it was just more of a conclusion energy. And again, that's just all the DJCCs, pissers and RJs that I have about this, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, pod, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then, you know, you'll get a sense of it is. And then if it is, like, what, what can you do with it? Like, what can you do with it? okay, what can I do with this? You know, and you just are staying in that space of question, in the the space of possibility, so that you have awareness of of all of the, um, from each of these questions. And what that can really do, I guess, again, I'm going to say just from my point of view, or my experience is, the more that I choose to be aware of something, the quicker that I can then change it because then I'm not locked up in the story. I'm not solidifying anything. I'm not making it wrong. I'm just in the awareness of that 10 seconds of what it is. And then once again, once we're willing to have the awareness, we can change anything. So everything that brings up, we destroy and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And everything that you're not willing to be the infinite awareness you truly be with about will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion right wrong good bad online shorts boys and beyonds because a lot of times we play denial and we put our head in the sand and we pretend and what if that only (laughs) makes it worse like in our head makes it worse Because that's often what's tripping us up, Uh, especially, let's say, with what we might say, probably not like cold-like, flu-like symptoms. That probably, I mean, certainly I don't go there with that sort of thing. But something that's maybe more unexplained or, you know, let's say heart palpitations when you uh, go for a walk or something like, there's so many more stories that we add to that sort of stuff that goes into kind of the the really freak out energy and because we kind of want to avoid that energy we then avoid it all and we put our head into the sand and we pretend but we don't actually we make it worse all the while our heads in the sand we're making it worse we're maybe not saying it out loud but energetically we're intensifying it i remember a couple of years ago i had um <clears throat> something going on with my boob there we go I'll say it on the air and I even asked Gary and Dane about it in in a call and they were both you know brilliant gave me a really amazing clearing for it which I will give you in a moment and Dane uh, you know was really kind and and could obviously perceive that I was doing the whole oh my god this has got to be breast cancer energy and he just kept saying you know and what if it's not cancer and what if it's not cancer and And it was really great. And 
with one, my willingness to ask the question and get my head out of the sand and the freak out of it, then I looked at, okay, so what, what do I really require to do to change this energy for me? Because I was aware that it wasn't cancer, except that I was freaking out that it was. So even if it wasn't, if I kept freaking out about it, I was going to actually create that. So I looked at what was really required and what was really required was for me to go in and get a mammogram. And I knew that once I got it and was told, you know, the, the, the information that then cool, done, we're done. This is it. I do not need to freak out about it anymore. Uh, And then I looked at that and I'm like, okay, so then who needs to know? Because what I didn't want was anybody else adding their crazy to it. So I didn't tell anybody except hubby and I and obviously the doctor who sent me for one. Beyond that, I shared it with nobody because how many people have freak out about breast cancer and blah, blah, blah. So didn't tell anybody, went in for it, totally 100%. And then I was out of my head with it. So by getting the clarity, getting the information and being done with it, then I no longer had to pretend that it wasn't a freak out that I was having. Well, my head was in the sand. <laughs> so everything that brings up, well, you just it and create all types of godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Now here is the clearing that um, changes stuff like this really phenom- phenomenally. So what energy, space and consciousness can you and your body be to eliminate and eradicate the source points for the creation of blank with total ease everything that doesn't allow that i destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad online puck shorts boys and beyonds so you can list whatever health problem um, that you have in there and just run that and what i did was i i had it written out on a piece of paper like a sticky note in my office that's how i usually use clearings uh, to remind myself plus i put it on a clearing loop and just played it over and over and over and that um, it was maybe two or three days of running that and and the whole thing just went away and I still went for the mammogram just because I knew what I was creating in my head with it. So really looking at that, you guys, so that you're totally willing and vulnerable with yourself and know that, you know, if I say I would have went for the mammogram and it would have come up with something uh, like a whatever they're called, hmm, like in, let's say they see a mass, I'm not sure what the proper terminology is, but I still know that I have choice based on that I still know I can change it so that's the other thing too when you go if you choose to go to the doctor for more information you're not stuck to that information you don't have to live by that information you actually get to choose with that information so that's really something you want to look at the medical community for is information still doesn't mean it's yours still doesn't mean you have to make it real still doesn't mean that that's the way it is for the rest of your life it's just information so everything that is we just start and create all times a godzillion right wrong good bad online pipoc shorts boys and beyonds all right we're gonna head to break and when we come back we will talk about tool number five and six Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog 
That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, we are talking all about the health issues. And, you know, one of the things that we get projected onto us is that we will be and have bodies like our families so that we will have the hereditary heart diseases, hereditary, I mean, cancer, uh, diabetes, like there's so many things that they say is all um, you know, runs in your family. And I have often wondered if I could go into a, a brand new doctor, like my husband does, uh, who is adopted and can say, I don't know my health history, my I'm adopted. Because then there's no projections. Whereas when I walk in, I have that history, I have, I can say, you know, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, blah, blah, blah. And that becomes their Oh, okay, so then you're going to have this, you're going to have this, you need to change this, or you're going to have that, like, it just becomes this really big projection. And so one of the things and this is something I mean, you guys hear me all the time. If you haven't, please get your butt to a foundation class. Uh, Definitely to a bars class too of course you have to go to a bars before you can get to foundation but please do in foundation alone you get uh five different body pro well five i think gosh i'm pretty sure five different body processes three of which you do hands-on in the class um actually yeah probably three it depends depends but yeah, the majority of them you do hands-on in the foundation class so you get a sense of gifting and receiving it and one of them is called biomimetic mimicry. And I so encourage you to ask your body if it would like that one. And if so, then find somebody who can who can do that for you. Basically, it is um, assisting our bodies to stop the mimicking, stop copying what we have seen and duplicating what we have seen people around us do and be so you know you might have seen the I always think it's funny when I read it but it says I opened my mother my mouth and my mother came out like that's that's a form of biomimetically mimicking because we're actually we're not even aware of it but suddenly we start saying the things we heard her say when we were kids and then, of course, there's so much more to it. There's the energy of, well, this is what it is uh, for us because that's what that's what I saw with her. We act this way, we do this thing, we say this thing, we 
you know, act like we're a victim, we're less than, we pout in the corner to get our way. You know, there's all these things that we saw and whether we agreed with them or not or we aligned and agreed or resisted and reacted, we likely are mimicking it. And usually the parent that we maybe didn't feel the most connection to or we had the most resistance to is who we're actually mimicking more than the other, which is often quite funny too. So... having that done on your body. Now, Gary, who's the founder of Access, he suggests somewhere between 200 and 300 times getting that body process. Because man, it is magic. And I know for myself, and I'm nowhere near 200. I don't know if I'm even, to be honest, near 100 yet. Uh, I don't really count I just allow my body to choose what she would like to choose when she would like to choose it. Because I actually did that when, when actually, it was actually a different process in foundation. And in there, it says to receive it 20 to 30 times would kind of change everything for your body. It's MTVSS is called. And if you're not familiar with it, get your butt to a foundation class. And uh, and so in the book, that's what it says. Gary suggests 20 to 30 times. So of course, I took that as a conclusion that that's what I needed to do. And then I was partnering with a gal. This was, oh gosh, probably five years ago. And so every time I would go to her place to partner, I would go with the conclusion of, oh, well, body, you know, we'll do that because Gary said, and probably out of the 10 times her and I swapped only twice it asked for it. All the other times were different processes. So I realized that we also can't project that onto our sweet bodies. We really have to allow them to choose and you may just want to be aware that that process, the biomimetic, is something your body may be asking for more of. <clears throat> it's just one of those one of those processes, and that really you know start looking at and and I love the question if you, especially if you're not familiar with the biomimetic mimicry, don't worry you don't have to be, uh, but the question of who am I being here, you know so if suddenly you're uh, I don't know, maybe you've never needed glasses and now you're the early 40s and you're needing glasses and then you could just say like, who am I being here? Maybe you saw one of your parents go through that at 42 and they went, kind of had some like big trauma drama about it. So then you just mimicked it, you just duplicated it. And so sometimes it's just changing it. Sometimes, yeah, your body maybe does need glasses and big deal, it doesn't need to be a, you know, a traumatic event, but do look at who am I being here? And then whatever, whoever comes up, you can destroy it and create it. Because there's so many pieces of that. And the biggest component of mimicking is our attempt to understand. And this is where so many of us really trip ourselves up because we're trying so hard to understand why somebody would choose something, especially when it doesn't make sense. You know, so maybe you're you're aware that somebody doesn't need to have chronic migraines and in your attempt to understand it, which means to stand under, then you will actually create the migraines. So it's really, really getting rid of the word understand, like take it right out of your vocabulary, throw it out the door, because uh, that is the minute you say understand, you are energetically standing under And usually we're not trying to understand why somebody's creating magic or 
billions of dollars or awesomeness in their life were usually unconsciously and anti-consciously trying to understand why people are choosing crazy, why people are choosing uh, dis-ease, why people are choosing less than what's actually possible which is a really interesting choice on our part. So everywhere that you have been trying to understand, desperately trying to understand others, will you just destroy and create it all, return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds, and all of the standing under of crazy that you've been choosing, will you destroy and create it all, return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then the other tool, and and just so you guys know, I mean, these are just six of probably a bazillion tools that we could talk about. I kind of chose some, I mean, some like, who does it belong to return to sender? You probably have heard that a million times before. And I can't really do tools about health and not put that one in there. But the other ones I kind of chose to be a little bit maybe different or things you might not have heard, but just know there's so many different tools. Uh, and, And this one is to... You know, just ask yourself right now, like, truth, are you a healer? And quite likely, (laughs) you got a yes with that. And what you want to start doing is acknowledging that you are a healer. Because when we don't acknowledge it, we actually have to use it against ourselves, which means then we become the effect of our capacities instead of being able to affect the world with our capacities so then you become where it feels where you just constantly pick people's stuff up you can't change it it's impossible uh no matter how many returning descenders or how many times you get the body process biomimetic mimicry ran nothing changes it and so check in truth are you a healer and then start acknowledging it acknowledging i did a whole show on that in january about acknowledging so that you can start acknowledging you as the healer you truly be which means then once you acknowledge it you actually have choice you can choose to do it you can choose not to and I always just say to my sweet body like body just so you know I'm not asking you to heal that person anymore I'm not asking you to do that anymore Uh, so that it knows it has choice too because for so long not just this lifetime but many lifetimes I have superior bitched my sweet body into doing things that uh, and, and gave her no choice and now I am happy to gift her choice and so if she would like to do that and say um, dissipate something for somebody's body then that's a choice that she can choose and I will allow that from from a place of allowance I don't mean from a place of I get final say but I will I will be allowance with that choice and the more choice at least in my experience the more choice that she that she has with it the more that she will choose what actually creates more instead of again having to be the effect of everything around and so it's just you know and and every day you can ask body universe show me the healer that we be so you can start acknowledging how much of a healer you already be and and all the different ways and energies that you be with it and then you can start using it in a way that will create more for you your body and the planet 
and it just creates it to me it just takes it from kind of unconsciousness and anti-consciousness into consciousness into infinite choice and then sometimes the questions too of you know so truth body are you healing someone right now and then if it's a yes then i always like to ask truth are they alive like truth do they, or sorry truth do they have a body truth are they out of a body because we can have oaths and vows with other people from other lifetimes that can kind of oddly kick in at different times so you know I, I can't even put that into a an example I'll, I'll try to put it into an example but it's probably a little bit logical but I'll, you know let's say you had somebody that you were um in another lifetime with and you met them when you were 30 and you just fell deeply in love with them and you did the till death do we part and then in this lifetime when you turned 30 it reactivated the till death do you part and so then you know let's say in that lifetime they got really sick and you spent years trying to pull it out of them so they could be better so you could live together forever um, and then it just might get reactivated in this lifetime at 30 so again that's pretty logical and that's that's probably not the exact way that it would work but just to kind of give yourself an idea that like we have this crazy that can show up you just want to ask the question if it's light if it feels expansive then you just need to destroy it and create it and so you know when I get yes someone else's yes they are they have no body right now then I'll ask truth do I have oaths and vows to them and and healing them and then if that's a yes, then I'll just destroy it and create all of the oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything I haven't mentioned running between me and them from any lifetime, space, dimension, reality, universe, and anywhere I haven't mentioned, revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pock, shorts, boys, beyonds. So any oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything else that I haven't mentioned that you have to healing anyone else from any lifetime, space, dimension, reality, universe, and anywhere I haven't mentioned, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, and then destroy and create return to sender with consciousness so that you actually again are in infinite choice you actually have that space the possibilities uh, and you know that 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 being can choose to do whatever it would like to do but that you're no longer tied to it and that's the thing too is we have to allow people whether we're healing somebody who's in a body now or somebody who doesn't have a body you want to look at that probably not so much that it would trigger or have a lot of energy if it was somebody without a body but let's say it's somebody you really care for on the planet with you and you're aware that you're you know healing them you want to be aware of that and clear your points of view about that about stopping uh, because they could choose who knows what they could choose they could choose death they could choose something and you have to be willing to let them choose that that's what infinite caring is is allowing the other person and yourself to choose whatever is gonna whatever it is you or they would like to choose without fixing it without making them wrong without trying to get them to change it and so that's the other thing too you might want to look at is destroying and uncreating and it might be oaths and vows with people in bodies now too like friends and family so you want to clear those if that's if that's light for you but also look at 
whatever they may choose. And, and you might need to use interesting point of view, have that point of view to clear your points of view about what they might choose so that you can, again, allow them the infinite choice in whatever it is, whatever's going to create more for them. So everything that brings up, please destroy and create it all. <sighs> and return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet, fox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And and then just know that they have infinite choice, you have infinite choice, and how much more fun it can be on the planet with just being in that space and choosing from that space and, and really creating your body, you know, co-creating your body with your body from infinite choice, from what would you like to look like? What would you like to be like on the planet? What what's fun for you you know us as infinite beings don't require a body we were just brilliant enough right now in this 10 seconds to have a body and I say brilliant enough because there was a time that I would have said man that was really silly of me what was I doing I mean without a body is so much better and that's such a freaking lie my friends that's such a freaking lie so anywhere you might have bought or sold that lie uh we just destroy and uncreate it all Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, box, shorts, boys, meons. There's so much that we miss on this beautiful planet of ours without a body. So much like yummy food and laughter and delicious orgasms. And oh, there's so much, like so much. The sunshine on your skin. And if you have a little um, kitty cats like I do, and there's so much so much that the gift of embodiment, the absolute joy of embodiment is for us to be so lucky to have chose a body right now. So anything that that brings up and anywhere that you've decided having a body is a hindrance, we just destroy and create it all, return to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to be the invitation to the joy of embodiment you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that way to start and create all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the delicious orgasm-walking brilliance that you truly be for all eternity anything that doesn't allow that way to start and create all times a godzillion right wrong good bad online pot pock shorts boys and beyonds and what energy space and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal unbelievable fantastic phenomenal unfathomable magical miraculous reality totally beyond this reality with total ease anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic we destroy and create it all right wrong good bad all nine pot pock shorts boys and beyonds Wonderful. Thanks so much for listening in, guys, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 